Hi, this is Samantha Newark, probably best known as the voice of Jem and Jerrica from Jem and the Holograms, and you are listening to Hellions Talks. Almost live from a library near you, this is Hellions Talks, starring the masked library, Kevin Hellion. He is the lauder of the long box, the hero of the hall, and he's on a mission to bag and board them all. Now the Retro Network proudly presents a talk show of comic proportions. He's out cold, though. (laughs) Hello, everyone. Kevin here with another episode of Hellion's Talks, and it is another episode featuring a wrestler from New York Championship Wrestling. We are talking just before the Under Pressure show, which is taking place, uh, not as always, but as frequently in Whitesboro, New York at the Accelerate Sports Arena. My guest today, who has a tag match coming up on the show, is Dante Dio. Dante, thank you for joining the show today. No, thank you for having me on. I really appreciate it. So upcoming Saturday, tomorrow, as we're recording this, <laughs> you and Danny Adam against John Spore and Denim in a tag team grudge match. Myself and my kid will be front row for this as we try to be for every New York Championship Wrestling show. But uh, I'm looking forward to it. I think that this one could be... I don't know if it's going to go crazy, but I expect some shenanigans to be taking place in this match. I mean, you have John Spall, who tried to pick me out a couple months ago, uh, actually right before my kid was due, almost miss him being born. So if it wasn't for my sister helping me uh, get out from my room to the other side of the hospital, I probably would have missed it. But I don't have anything against denim. Uh, me and Adam, we had our past history together, a whole year of feuding and fighting for the uh, new uh, the Empire State Heritage Championship. But they, uh, Spore did give us a little chance for me and him to team up last show. And I I trust him after that show. Like, I trust Danny. So I'm, I know he's not going to stab me in the back because you know after feuding with him for a year you kind of have to worry about that but we've talked we're on the same page i apologize countless time about causing him the match the couple shows ago but you know i'm not gonna sit there and let someone try to take me out and then just let him get by you know Now, also, with feuding for someone for that long, you get to know that person as well. Um, You know Danny's movesets, you know his rhythm in a match, you know uh, his strengths and weaknesses as well. Which, granted, with you two being on the same side, though, I think is going to be a benefit as a tag team. Because you do know what he's going to go for, you know what to look out for, and that could assist you to for double team maneuvers or even knowing when he might need to tag in or out of the match like you already um have that certain uh zen quality to each other of knowing without saying 
Yeah. And and you're right, like that countless matches like we've had a couple matches against each other and I do know what he does and I do sit there and I like when we were feuding, I was doing my tape study, I was watching his other matches. So I do know a lot of his movesets and it's and I do and I have been keeping my eyes on Spo and Denim. Like I've I've been doing my tape study because I I know not to underestimate anyone I step in that ring with, no matter how long they've been in or like if it, if they've only been wrestling for a month or they've been wrestling for years, I always do my tape studying. Well, that's, that's also a good way to get into it because you have been wrestling for a few years, but not many overall compared to, you know, some of your peers. But you're also a local talent as well. Yep. You you and I are currently dealing with the same snowstorm. Yeah, <laughs> I'm currently sitting by my window watching it. I know I thought it was done, and I'm seeing some come down. I'm like, is it going to be enough I got to go outside or just a little bit more? But um, how did you end up getting started? Um, I, 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 I know people might be um, hesitant to say their ages, so I, I, I won't ask or anything. Um, I'm aware you're younger than me. <laughs> I'm in my 40s here. So I, you know, I grew up with... Uh, WWF, you know, the Hulk Hogan era and, you know, the cartoonish aspect of it. And I was teenager, early 20s for Attitude Era and ECW and everything and continued to watch everything today. But where did you discover wrestling? Was it as a young kid? Was it later as an adult? Like, what was your intro it, to becoming a fan? It was around, I got to think, about 98, about 2000. I'm thinking more towards 98. Um, it was, I remember watching Kane wrestle and I just remember him being my favorite wrestler. I don't know why, like, I can't, I can't remember why he was, but I liked the whole dark, creepy character Kane was, never spoke. And I used to sneak out of my room to watch it late at night, hiding under the computer desk, like trying to sneak in wrestling, but, you know, TV playing, wrestling's playing and, you know. No one was in the living room. My mom's like, get out underneath the desk and go to bed. And then I got banned from watching watching it because I did a frog splash on my sister. <laughs> <laughs> so I got banned from watching it. And then I came back into watching it probably. It was the year after the WrestleMania where John Cena won the U.S. title against the Big Show. So it was like right before John Cena won the WWE Championship from, uh, I think it was JBL at WrestleMania. It was like between those two WrestleManias is when I came back into watching wrestling. But I've I've loved watching wrestling since I was a little kid. And then I think about middle school, about seventh, eighth grade, I was like, this is what I wanted to do in my life. I want to be a wrestler. And once I started getting to high school, uh, I think it was June, sophomore, junior year, one of those two, I started looking. I started looking up promotions, like training schools, all over. And originally, my plan was: all right, as soon as I graduate, I'm gonna head down to Florida, 
and um, like I have no idea what I'm going to do for money or place, but I'm going down to Florida, and I had my eyes set on a school. And because I'm like, I couldn't find any here up in Syracuse. And then I uh, ended up, I was always shy. One of my friends was trying to help me get out from being shy. And then I ran into uh, these two people. They were wearing that year's WrestleMania shirt. And uh, this is probably back in 2010, I think it was. Um, either it was late 2010 or early 2011. But, uh, no, it was 2010, that's right, because timing, yes, 2010. Um, ran into two people who were wearing WrestleMania shorts, talked to them, found out that, unfortunately, I can't remember her name anymore because it's been so long, but she told me about uh, 2CW and how there was a school, and then I think within, like, a week or two, I was in their training with... Zachary Springgate the third at the institution of professional wrestling and ISIS effects within like a couple weeks after that conversation. And then I did that for like a year and a half, got injured. I uh, took some time out, get focused on like my work life and then got back into it uh, years later and made my professional wrestling debut in 2015. Now, had you, because the time frame you're saying for 2CW, they were unfortunately close to the end. Yeah. Of the time there, but did you get an opportunity to go to some of the shows and, and experience what it was at the time? Oh, yeah. I've uh, The first time I ever did a uh, ring crew was uh, at the past time in Syracuse for them. And like I did, I did a couple shows for ring crew for a couple of years. Uh, for a while, like maybe like a year with them, and then the injury happened, and I did a show here and there. But then I would I went to a couple shows as a fan, um, here and there. But I did see, and it was always crazy. I always love watching them. I still like to this day remember the first two CW show I've was like that I watched. I I remember the main event, and then like I. Uh, you know, I bought one. I bought the DVD to that because at the time I was always buying like, you know, oh, I went to a sporting event. So let me buy uh, tea for that show. Well, I bought the DVDs. You know, oh man, I was smart. Bought the DVDs, and once in a while I'll pop in the DVDs from when I used to do Rinku, and I used, you know, I, I still watch them. I'm like, oh wow, like and seeing where some of these people are that was there, when where they are now is amazing. Well, and the first one I went to was in Watertown, and then I went into shows in Watertown at Syracuse at Pastime, um, in Rome, and uh, I mean, I remember it, it was a community of it. Like, we weren't going to miss, once you were in and hooked, you weren't missing a show for 2CW. Um, I remember I wasn't, I was struggling to find a ride to go from Rome to Watertown for the show that was uh, during the Jefferson County Fair um, right on the ball field. And it was J. Freddy versus Slick Wagner Brown, and Slick was champ at the time, in the main event. And everyone that I knew was going was like, if 
something happens that we think is going to happen, you're going to regret not being there. And I was like, you're right, you're right, you're right. So I like moved everything in my life that I could to make that show, like just to be there as a fan. But you're you're right with the amount of people go through as well. Like Cesaro when he was Claudio was there frequently. Young Bucks went through. Um, I I remember hanging out after a show once, watching Nigel McGuinness do card tricks. For anyone that came up for him, like you know, Daniel Bryan, Bryan Danielson, being there for a show, like just the amount of people is crazy. And you watch, you know, Impact or AEW or you know WWE, and seeing the people that you saw there for fifty, a hundred people, two hundred, you know, it, it's crazy. And then of course the reunion show. Were you able to do the reunion show uh, last year? I unfortunately was not able to oh, dude. go, and I, I, I regret it to this day, but oh. I heard so many great things about it. and The the ending, which the, the story's out now that they almost got in a lot of trouble for, but the ending was absolutely worth it. So good. <laughs> oh. But all right, so you are a Syracuse guy. You're a local one. And honestly, and I, I had the talk with Corey Jackson there, ISIS and ZS3 are incredible. Oh, like you got, yeah, you got Yeah, you got Like, I, I look up to him so much. And all I want to do is, like, I want to do him proud. Like I, I, uh, like, I don't go to school right now their school right now i haven't been there in a couple of years but uh <clears throat> like i like every time i'm out on shows i just, I just want to do them proud i want to do everyone in that school proud like because I, I know what going to that school means that without uh zachary springgate and without isis i wouldn't i probably wouldn't even be a wrestler so i i owe them everything now, and even though you say you haven't been there in a few years, I'm willing to bet you there are other wrestlers that are well aware of who trained you just based on how you conduct yourself, how you move in a match, you know, diff- different things or habits that you might have. I mean that all in good ways, but I'm willing to bet people are well aware and they're like, oh, you're one of his boys, aren't you? I've had a couple people. Um like, I, I definitely have than they've known, but, like, I've also picked up a lot of things, like, because, like, even though, like, I said I haven't been there in a while, like, I've, I've, my training is still going on. I've, I've, I still, I do a lot, as many seminars as I can and as much camps as I've, I can, like, uh, like, I've gone down and done the, uh, the, man, the Monster Factory camp. Like any time they had one, I went down there. Um, so I've I've slapped on a wrestling mat down there, loaning from the people like the people they were bringing in. Um, I think one of the one of my favorite people like I'll admit my promo woke like my promos need woke. I'll admit that, and I 
probably met one of the greatest person to help me, uh, Kevin Kelly. And he, he, he's helped me every time I seen him. And I absolutely love talking to him because he's given me like, uh, like every time I see him, I'll sit down and try to pick his brain about uh, like speaking. Cause I'm not that great of a speaker. So my promos suffer from it, but I, I try every time I see him, I try to pick his brain as much as I can. And then Uncle Bob, Bob, Bob Evans, he's he's amazing. I do, like, I go to his seminars a lot. Well, and you see people like that, too, that they've been in the industry for a while. They've made their money. They continue to get paid for stuff. So they're not scared of you as a young up-and-comer taking their spot. Their ego is in check. So they're here to help. All right, what can I do for the next generation? What can I do to make these guys better? So there's wrestling after I'm retired, after I'm gone. Because there are a lot, there are plenty of selfish people in the industry too that, that wouldn't that help you if you paid them. You know, or would just, or, or they'd offer to help you with money and then just take your money and run. But you got these guys just, hey, come over here. Let's work on this. Here's what you did well. Here's what you need to improve on. And you can probably see them down the road, and they're proud of you for taking their advice and improving and doing better. So I'm hoping is to, you know, when they see me again, hopefully I'm doing proud. Well, yeah, and, and I mean, you can tell it even in the way you're speaking of them that all you want to do is improve for it and them seeing that desire and you becoming you know better than better each time is going to drive people to want to help you even more too and further your career now also though part of it like you said heading down to monster factory um looking at your your record of matches and all you travel a ton a show like tomorrow is probably like, you know, a, a day off in a way. It's an easy drive for you. I I I love NY shows because it it is it is like when I look at them, it's like wait, I can get home before eleven o'clock at night. <gasps> yes, <laughs> I'm I'm so I've spent like when I first started, like first show was like my first like real. I mean, I did shows, travel with a couple guys, went to Rochester and uh, Scranton, PA. But, like, my first time, like, actually, like, going out, out was to Indiana. And I I remember going on that. And then when I got home, it was Monday, about 6.30 in the morning. I had to get in my car and go right to work, right afterwards. And, like... And then, like, ever since that trip, I would always go to, like, Rhode Island almost every, like, Rhode Island, Mass, Connecticut, New Hampshire almost every week after that. So, getting, I would be getting home at, like, 3 o'clock in the morning. So, definitely getting home at 11 o'clock at night is an amazing feeling. Well, and also, I mean, Syracuse, a Rochester show is not that bad. Like you said, a Scranton show is not that bad. 
and I say that knowing full well, I have friends in Scranton that are like, oh, if it's not that bad a trip, why haven't you been down here? <laughs> Maybe after the winter. But you're right. Like, we're in a good area here for New York, as long as New York has indie shows, that all of those are a quick trip there. But, yeah, Indiana seems nuts. Because you're, I don't think people understand the sacrifice you and other independent wrestlers go through to make the shows you're getting up you're getting up when it's still dark out making this drive heading down there working you know uh, uh, let's be honest independent wrestling not a ton of money so you're you're getting paid you know maybe your gas and food to make the appearance and all and then driving right back but it's all for the love of it though yeah and I, I, people outside of it, either that aren't wrestlers or that aren't fans, do not understand the amount of sacrifice and wear and tear on your body, your mind, your everything, your car, to just do this. Yeah, my, my car felt that uh, about two, three years ago. <laughs> now, um... Do you end up because in talking with some of the the other ones in here and, you know, travel stories and and things like that, are these solo ones? Are you do you have someone that you can bring with you? Do you prefer to do it on your own or with a group? I I kind of like wait and see what happens. I I always enjoy like like traveling with a group. I've I've done many trips by myself. Um unfortunately like sometimes it's just no one can go with you and you go all right that's fine and i've i've been on many shows by myself i've um i've taken people with me before i i used to when i first started uh one of the guys i trained with he would always ask hey you free this weekend you want to make the runs and i kept saying yes and so i was just I traveled with him for a good first three years with him. And then he he started to kind of get a little steam under him and some places just wanted to kind of have just him. So I was like, all right, well, I want to see what I can do on my own. And so I started kind of going a little different directions. And that's when I started kind of traveling by myself and and but I, I honestly prefer with a group because like the stories, the laughter, the fun and making sure that the drivers up staying awake and not falling asleep at the wheel. <laughs> little things like that. Yeah, little things. I mean I remember one 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 trip I had, I'm sorry, I I kinda say it was funny. This one's funny. Like it's not funny, but like looking at it now it's funny. I was traveling with him, and he was driving, and I think for, like, five miles, we're going on a straight line, and he goes, hey, man, uh, we got to pull over. I'm like, I got to take a nap, and I was like, oh, what, what's going on? He's like, I was just asleep for the five last five miles. It's like, oh, <laughs> okay. Now, for, for my own experience driving places, and uh, you mentioned, we, we talked off air, that you have a, a baby. As much as I thought I was tired for different jobs, for different things in life, for different 
you know, journeys for different car trips or anything, nothing ever made me more tired than having an infant at home. I I can I can see that. <laughs> he uh, he has chose violence the last couple of days, so <laughs> it's been tiring. <laughs> like I I thought I knew what tired was before having a kid, and then I was like, nope, this is a whole new level here. It, it it definitely is, but I want to trade it for the world. Oh no, no, absolutely not! It is completely worth it. I love my kid so much. I'm so happy with it, and and everything. Uh, a little warning for you: just when you think you have it figured out, they get a little bit older, and it's a whole new set of problems. <laughs> yep, I see that with my sisters. Yeah, and you're just like, great, now I guess they're all over again. Figure this out now. Now, do you have any um, any fellow wrestlers, whether it was in Car Rider that you met up with at shows or saw frequently, that other than your trainers, you feel like, hey, I'm the wrestler I am today, I'm the person I am today, thanks to frequently meeting up with or talking with this other wrestler? Ah. Uh. The man is a trip. Really? Yes. I met, the first time I met him was down on the show in PA. And it was in Hazleton, I think Hazleton, PA. And we were in like a six man, like fatal six way match. And, and he, like, we, like, as soon as we saw each other, you know, first time meeting someone, you know, shake hands, like, being respectful. And then when, right before he came out, he's like, look, like, he was watching all the matches. Like, look, you, all of you better make me fucking walk out there. Because if not, I'm going to slap the living shit out of all of you. And right there, I was like, I'm going to like this guy. And <laughs> every interaction we had in that ring. I, I was just like, yeah, no. And ever since then, I've, I love talking to him. I love picking his brain. I will message him as much as I can. I mean, it's been a couple of days now, but I usually message him, try to message him at least once a week. I try to pick his brain as much as I can. He has helped me so much. Uh, he's helped me come up with like, hey, how oh, you try doing this or he's he's gotten like he's gotten me bookings too he started his own little like uh i'm trying to think of the right word to call it and without looking it up on my phone i can't remember what it's called and i know he's gonna slap me in the face if he hears that um but he has his own little agency training he's got uh i know uh a tryout for training because he, I know he's opening up a school with like three other wrestlers, um, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna try to make it up there, uh, for that because I've been wanting to roll around the ring with him again. Um, but he has definitely helped me the last couple years since I've met him. Uh, got me bookings, helped me come up with some of my move sets. Like he, he's definitely kept me in the right path of things um especially when uh 
personal, a lot of personal stuff was going on, and he's he was the one person. Well, not there was more than just him, but the main person that literally like would just slap me in the face and be like, "Here's your reality check." And he he's definitely kept me in a good path, and I'm I always am excited to see him. He's actually the godfather to my son. Oh wow! Yeah, like he 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 went past the bond of just another wrestler. Like he is le- he's like he's legit family to me. Now, he and I talked very briefly at the last show. Um, I want to get him as a guest on here eventually. So in case I do, I'm not going to say all the good things about him now. But he was someone, when I went to my first NYCW show, I went, who is that? Like He just immediately st- stood out. He has a presence to him, a great gimmick. A smart merchandiser. Oh yeah, he he had the best hustle. I was getting a shirt from him last show. I was talking to him, and then he's like, "You know, I have a mask that would go well with that." <laughs> and I was just like, "Well done, sir. Here you go." <laughs> but also, like, just uh, a a charisma of just being a good guy. One of the funniest things was um, when he had that match against Moose recently oh yes uh, i forget who's refereeing the match but they held up the impact title and tripped his <laughs> eyes go wide he goes oh it's for the belt and i freaking <laughs> lost it oh i know so and and i might be assuming things but you said that the two of you just seemed to you know, you knew you had a bond there and a click there and everything, too. But looking at your your style and your ring persona and your gear and your demeanor and even, like, stuff that you post on social media, your interest and, and the things that make you you come through in your character as well. Yeah. And I mean both music and anime. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I've definitely take inspiration from anime uh the whole last hope um was originally supposed to be humanity's last hope um and that was based off of uh attack on titan uh one of my friends from new hampshire uh he came up with it while we were doing he was doing a stable and he wanted me a part of it and he came up with that when he cut a promo and i'm like i like that we started rolling with it uh Trip has helped me tone it a little bit, um, and a lot of it I take inspiration from anime and definitely uh, the fire department too. Is is that I, I I'm careful with things, but is that the the day job? We'll say. I wish it was. <laughs> um, no, I I volunteer so out of my own time. Um, uh, with my local department that's right down the street from me. Um, I've cut many promos there. My dad is my, uh, he's my, one of the chiefs there. My brother just joined about a year and a half, almost two years ago. Um, we actually, me and him, we just had our first like legit fire that we responded to yesterday. So 
Like I've, I've been in like the fire department's like wrestling to me. It's been a part of my life forever. Now I, I might be reaching here, but for my own curiosity, do you feel like being in shape in wrestling for wrestling and being in shape for firefighting help each other? They're kind of two completely different things almost like it, it helps, but there are things that like the fire department, like that I know in the fire department, like being in shape for a fight. Wow. Can't even speak right now. Um, it, It's definitely two different in shapes. Um, Cause like being in rain shape, I mean, uh, I mean, like you, it, it's it, it's kind of hard to explain in my eyes. Like I'm, I, I right now I can't explain the difference, but it, I don't even know how to explain the difference. I just know like it is to like being in shape for one def, I, like being in shape for the fire department does not truly help with wrestling in shape it it helps with my stamina but that's probably it well it also is i mean yeah the stamina um just having the the strength to carry things whether it be of your equipment or another person but i know from uh talking some of the other syracuse guys from just seeing you guys in the ring as well Walking on the mat is different than walking on anything else. So you're not going to like just that alone to be because you said being in ring shape is different to just be able to go into the ring and move freely in the ring and have your legs underneath you and your footwork is different than you you could do all the cardio and all the gym work in the world. And it's not going to be the same as actually being in the ring and having that movement down. And cardio and all that, though, it helps. Like, I know, like, every wrestler I know, including me, like, I don't, I I try going to the gym as much as I can. But, like, I, like, I know every wrestler I know, they're in the gym every day, every morning. Even through this, I know there's people that have gone, you know, they go to the gym. So, like, definitely having cardio helps. And, but. You, you still got to get in that ring and train because I know with the pandemic, um, a lot of people having their four shows and like, it's just, you, you know, their four shows after the pandemic and not being in a ring for like a year and they're, they're, they get done with their match and they're gasping for air. And, um, it, and I've, I've heard people say that's like, Oh God, like, I like, what a year difference makes. And I, I noticed that even my first match back was like, holy cow, this, like, this year off because of this pandemic and not being in a ring. It, wow. Well, so you could go to a training school. You could go to someone that, you know, has a, a ring. Um, I'm asking this as an outsider and I've, I've never been in the ring myself, but when you're in the ring in school and you're just, you know, rolling with a coach or with a trainer, practicing some stuff, 
does that actually prepare you for being in front of the crowd and putting together a complete match? Or once you add the fans to it, does it kind of change the atmosphere a bit? So from training with my training and with the guys and loaning everything, it's, it helps a lot. And because you, you need that, you need to have that good trainer. You need to have that time and practice in the ring. And not just a couple of months. I mean, like people have like, you train for years before you even step in front of a crowd before you even step in front of anyone you're training for. Like we were training. I, I was training for years. Um, before I even had a chance to even step in front. And when you're definitely when now you're adding the fans in it, it is like, you're kind of not ready. Like I, I, I wasn't ready for that reaction, that feeling. I had the massive butterflies. Um, and it it is nerve wracking, but the the if if the training does kind of teach you everything, like you just gotta go. <laughs> it's that leap of faith. There's no stepping back. There's no stopping. Once you start, you just have to keep going. Like in yeah, English. <laughs> No, but the the keep going is a good point, though, because I've, you know, I I usually sit front row with my kid for all the shows and I'm pointing things out to him that I just know as a longtime fan of wrestling. I'll say, okay, this is coming up. Pay attention to this corner. You know, I'm I'm trying to teach him things like uh, see the hot tag, you know, see what the heels are doing, see what this is going on. Well, a lot of it because stuff can happen in the ring and I've seen it for all of you, it's just like, okay, I meant to go, I meant to do this, but this happened instead. Let's roll with it. And to see the improv that every one of you guys can do on the fly is incredible. Here's what we talked, not to be horrible breaking kayfabe, but, you know, here's what we talked about in the back, but here's what's actually happening now. So we got to roll with it and keep yeah. moving. And, uh, yeah, that's his, like, you just got to keep rolling with it. And, uh, I mean, my match that I had a couple months ago uh, against Trip, um, we we had a, again, not, you know, if you, like, just kind of opening the curtain a little bit, that that match we had was supposed to be completely different. Um, I ended up, when I went for my suicide dive, I hit my knee off the ground wrong and I could hardly put any pressure on it. So we had to change, we changed the entire match till I could. So, I mean, we, we kept rolling with it and we kept going and, but that's just how I was trained. Like I've, I'm here. I don't want to, I'm not going to quit. Because I got whole, unless I know I physically cannot continue and it's going to be more of an, in, like a lot worse than it would be if I, but I'm like, these people are here 
to see a show. I want to give them, you know, I want to give them my best performance. And but we we rolled with it. We changed what we could, and we kept going. Well, and and that's I don't know if that's the the attitude for all of you that uh, you know everyone that works for NYCW has brought from all their different trainers. But you're absolutely right that there's no quit, there's no stop in anyone on the roster in any match. I have seen pretty much every one of you get hurt and banged up, shaken up, whatever, knowing you're legit hurt. And like you're saying for that match, every one of you keeps going, though. And it's just, you know, for the love, for the passion, for the entertainment, for whatever, it makes every one of us i think like not to speak for every fan there of course but while people might shout out things and be sarcastic and and get people going and all and let's you know yell out stuff there's respect for everyone there though i think and oh, it's yeah. because of stuff like that i know everyone in that locker room they give them the best they can they go out they try you know everyone's trying to steal the show which you know, we're all trying to have the best match of the night. We're trying to be the sh- match that everyone's talking to at the end of the night. And I I love the locker room because of that. Like, I love everyone in that locker room because they go out there. They put everything out on the table. They do their best. And they, they try to put on one hell of a show for everyone there in the crowd. Well, and a match like that or, or even other ones where you go... I want to word this. Someone like Trip that you're friends with is there because there's a level of trust and familiarity. Can you go further with someone like that than you would an opponent you just met? Let's say. Yeah. Yes. I have. I like first time. Like the first time meeting with someone, or first time being in the ring. Like you. Like I. I trust everyone I meet. Unless they give me a reason not to trust them, which I haven't really met anyone that has not given me that reason yet. Um, I I trust him, but like when I'm in there with Trip, I'm more willing to give him. Like, I trust him a lot more because I know him and I'm I got that bond with him, so I I definitely I'm more willing to do. Oh, hey, let's do a Spanish fly from the top to the outside. <laughs> Obviously, you'll never see that because Padres will get fined up the butt from NY and not. But, like, if 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 Trip was like, yeah, let's do that. Oh, hey, let's go through a flaming table. Yeah, let's do it because I have that bond with him. I know he'll make he'll like I know overall he'll keep me safe. So I definitely having bonds like that, you 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 tend to do you you tend to go I at least this is just speaking about me. Um I go I'll 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 do stupid like I'll go even further. Like there's uh a guy up in Massachusetts. Me and him are very close and he like he's like, hey, I want to do this spot. Let's do it. Like he he wanted to cut me off by throwing me into a brick wall. Jeez. 
and I was like, like it was like a su- going for a suicide dive, and he just wants to grab me and just throw me into a brick wall. I was like, let's do it. And it's so yeah, it's when you definitely have a bond there with someone, it, you at least for me, I will be like, let's 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 do it. And you know, I mean, I'm I'm at some of his, uh, I'm want to have fun with it too because you know like but yeah no i i tend to go will let people that i trust a lot more and have that bond with to do moves even if i was like oh i never really took this move but i trust them i know they'll keep me safe well i mean and and again outsider perspective here but i imagine i would feel more trust with um any of you then I would oh just for example someone in NXT that's only had three matches like this person's still inexperienced maybe they shouldn't be doing the things they're doing yet but you guys have trained for years and been wrestling for years (laughs) and been on the road and earned the respect and everything Uh, you know just a thought (laughs) Not, not that any of those people ever hear this. So, <laughs> and, and and you're right about patches freaking out for stuff. I have been enjoying uh, the last couple shows where you can see him moving through the crowd to just kind of get a different perspective and see people's reactions to things and being in the middle of it. I I remember uh, the first show where he started doing that. He's like, I don't know what to do because <laughs> he's usually all playing music, like playing the music. And I, I just remember his first show. He's like, I, I, I don't know what to do because you now we have the guy that played the music. And but I, I, I do love the fact that Patches is out there on the floor now, seeing all the different views and all the fans. And I, I think that's going to help. I, I agree because I've seen and and the amount of indie promotions you've worked for as well. You've probably seen it too. I've seen promoters that are so busy or running the show in the back or they're busy talking with people that they missed the entire show. And it's just in my mind, I'm like, why would you want to run a show that you cannot see? And so to see, and and sometimes duties take them away, but to see patches come out, like just enjoying it and being a fan, being the, you know, the biggest as the promoter, the biggest fan that there is there, it makes me more excited to enjoy it with them too. And it makes me appreciate it more. But, uh, I mean, all of you guys, like, i getting the feeling for NYCW that I used to have for 2CW. Like, I I know who I'm going to see for talent there, and I'm excited to see them. I know who I'm going to see for some of the fans there, and I'm excited to see them. <laughs> you know, um, I know, I know what snacks my kid's going to get over at the stand because I can guarantee the same stuff's going to be there. Like, I just enjoy the feeling and the family of it so much. A lot, a lot of fans are becoming like family, friends. A lot of them know, you know, a lot of them have reached out to me about, you know, congratulating me on my kid and, and the, it's definitely have turning into a, a family good. And I, I've enjoyed it. I'm seeing the fans of the, the hot dog guy. Fucking love him. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
no, like people like you go there so much, you start uh there is this uh this old old lady, she brings uh her grandkid, or two grandkids there, and they absolutely love me. And there's been a couple of shows, like I'll see them in the crowd and like I literally I know exactly where they sit. I can I'll literally be up top or something, I'll be on the bottom, I'll look and I'll see them and anytime I see them if I'll come out like I try, I try to definitely come out during the intermission so they can see, you know, so I can say hi. And I've, they, they try as much as they can to stay. Because uh, there's like one time I was in the main event and the, the daughter got tired and they left before I was there. But there's times where I've seen them. They, they stayed. I wrestled. They leave. Like, like, whole granddaughter absolutely loves me and it's so nice to like have that bond like there are like people there and they know who i am and it's nice and it, I, I definitely enjoy the family hood that nycw has become well and it's it, it is a family a good family thing in a way too because the people so far, and, and, you know, apologies if someone has, like, a, a rare example otherwise, but it's selfless, too. Why are you doing this? Why are you supporting this person? Why are you coming to see them? Why are you waiting for them at intermission to take a picture or whatever? Because I like them. Because I'm a fan. That's it. Yeah. I'm not trying to, you know, like, latch on to them. I'm not trying to be a leech. I'm not trying to live up, you know, get some glory from them or whatever. It's just because I'm a fan and I enjoy it. And everyone there seems to be doing the fit the same. I'm just having fun and I like it. I'm not asking for anything out of it. And, it, you know, you see people that are just like, hey, what can I do to help? What can I do for this? And I, I just love that atmosphere of it. And I love the intermission for all of you guys coming out, too, and just being a part of it. Like, I, I plan my intermission ahead of time. Okay, I only have X amount of money whose shirt or eight by 10 am I going to get? Or do I have to spend the time dragging my kid to the bathroom on the opposite side of the freaking building? <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, or like, what are we doing or who am I going to, you know, what other fan am I going to talk to or interact with? Like, I know we can't have an hour long intermission. That's absurd, but I wish I had more time to talk to everyone and say, that was a great match or thank you or whatever. Like, I wish I had more time for all of that. And if I don't get to talk to someone or, or say hi, it's not anything against that wrestler. It's like, I we only got like 10 minutes. <laughs> you only got 10, 15 minutes, and there's about 30 people you have to talk to. Yeah, and, and I love it, and I'm thankful for and grateful that we have it here. And I hope that all, every one of you continues to have more success. I don't, after 2CW died, like we got Excite in Binghamton. But that was it for the longest time there. And I, I just want to see more and more of it. And, you know, um, hearing rumors and seeing shows already scheduled ahead of time and all, I'm excited for what's coming this year. I, I am too. I I have I've never missed an NYCW show. I came into it late. Um, short Short version is... Due to changes in my life, 
I found myself with more free time. <laughs> and I was like, well, why am I sitting at home by myself? This is ridiculous. And I saw the thing on Facebook. Hey, New York Championship Wrestling. I said, let me go. And from the moment I walked in, I said, I belong here. <laughs> I belong here as a fan. And I'm upset with myself. It took me this long to come in and be here. But a better late than never, though. Exactly. If, if I missed it uh, completely, I'd be even more upset. Um, now, quick question, Dante. With all of your free time here between, you know, a day job and wrestling and firefighting and being in the gym and a baby, you have tons of free time. <laughs> Is there anything, because I, I just like to know, you know, what people are into and what makes them tick and all. Is there anything like anime, music, maybe some wrestling thing you're watching, anything like that that you want to say, you know what I'm enjoying? I think you should all check this out, too. Well, music right now, my little hot stick right now is Ice Nine Kills. Oh, dude. <laughs> I've been obsessed with them for so long, and I I ended up, I bought tickets to their show out in Buffalo uh, coming up, because it's like three of my favorite bands. I'm like, I gotta go see them. I, like, I, I, I'm like, I know I shouldn't, because I don't want to be that type of parent, but like, I was like, I, I don't know. So I'm like, I, I gotta do, I gotta go see them one, one more time. But I've been obsessed with Ice Nine Kill for music, um, anime, uh, Demon Slayer has been on my watch list. I've been watching that. I haven't watched the new season yet, waiting for all of it to come out. But to me, Demon Slayer has been amazing. Uh, but that's a popular one. Uh, I enjoyed a one that wasn't well known that I enjoyed lately was Twin Star Exorcist. I've enjoyed that. Um, it It's about like these exorcists that fight demons that live in a parallel world of art like our own it's literally just like a copy and print version of our world except it's dark creepy that typical things and they there's that prophecy that these two people are going to get together and make have a kid that's going to end all of the kagaris which are these demons and it's just they're joining together being like completely opposite of each other learning to fight together in uh defeating the person who started off started this whole thing off and i'm not gonna uh even though i'm sure no one's really gonna watch it but not gonna spoil the ending you know the plot twist really but it's it's kind of like a sleepover anime that's been out for years that not a lot of people know about wow. um i've enjoyed it uh and uh, uh, when I got time, I like playing Magic the Gathering. <laughs> I'm, I'm a straight up nerd. Like I love, I, I love freaking anime. And like I've been enjoying playing Magic with my friends when I get a chance. Playing Magic is my chance to kind of relax, come back down to earth, use my brain other, like using my brain other for wrestling or the fire department. So. I, I don't know if it was magic, but I was in Syracuse last weekend and went into the Larger Than Life store in Clay. Oh, the good one. The, the, yeah, the the new one. And they were having a tournament, and I was like, I can't even find somewhere to park <laughs> to go inside right now. 
Yeah, no, I've uh, I, I I go there. I I love that store. That store is so nice up there. They did such a great job. Um, for my for my own for you, uh, who else was on the Ice Nine Kills concert? You said there were three. It was uh, it's Ice Nine Kill, Motionless in White, and oh my God, my of course I'm gonna have a brain fart. <laughs> Motionless in White. Where's the other band? One second. <laughs> Where's the other band? It was Motionless and Light, Ice Nine Kill. Oh, Black Veil Brides. That's right. Are you kidding me? <laughs> this, wait, did this already happen or it's coming? No, it's coming. When is it? Uh, April 11th. Say, the last concert I went to was Ghost in Syracuse. Oh, I was there. Dude, it was so good. How good was Nothing More? Did you know what to expect? <sighs> I doubt that was the first time I've, I've seen them live. I um at that time they were like one of the two bands I was obsessed with, um, and I personally like I loved it. They blow, they they absolutely killed it. Um, I had a lot of personal stuff going on, so I wasn't really fully able to enjoy that concert because I that was when I was going f- through my little. Stin and I wasn't in a good place. Mm-hmm. But I will say I think metal and wrestling gives a sense of community too. Oh yeah. Um I went I went to I went to that show by myself. I went to my first NYCW show by myself. And even though I was by myself, I didn't feel alone. If that makes sense. Oh, that makes complete sense. Yeah, I felt like I was part of something bigger. And I mean, once once you get ghost, once you're in on the joke, you're obsessed. Yep. Like you're amazing. But the people that don't get it are never going to get it though. Much like wrestling. Hey, but wrestling. The one thing I love about wrestling, wrestling, there's something there for everyone. Yes. And I'm I, I, I'm the worst one because as a fan, I'm only just now like okay, rest, If you want this, here's this company for you. If you want this, here's this style. And and I know like okay, on the show we need to have a comedy match. A, we need to have this type of match, this type of match, like for each show. But there's also, granted, the territories are dead, but each company has their own style, their own feel. And if you don't like what these guys are doing. There's a ton of other ones, and you'll probably like what they're doing. Yeah. And and now with you know internet and all, I have like IWTV and all these other services. I'm watching shows from around the country, around the world that I would never have gotten a chance to see live, and seeing all this amazing talent. And some of these promotions, I'm like, I would feel right at home there as a fan. Like there's just something about that place that I love. Wrestling is like blooming right now because of like you said IWTV there and there's this fight TV has a lot of wrestling on it too like it it takes two seconds to find a new promotion now I dude I'm debating driving to Cleveland to see AIW and I wouldn't have known about it if not for IWTV but I'm just like it looks cool I want to (laughs) go A uh, quick anime reference for you, Tiger and Bunny. Do you know of this one? Yep. 
Okay, I was loving it. You laugh. I thought it was cool. <laughs> no, I'm I'm laughing because I, I love it too. So. Oh, all right, cool. <laughs> all right, Dante, I'm gonna let you go. It's it's been an hour. We're probably tempting fate here for the kid. But to close it up, like like all podcasts should be closed, why don't you go ahead and hype yourself? Social media, contact, booking information. My name is Dante Dio. I am the last hope. You can find me over on Instagram and Facebook at Dante Dio. Uh, I also have a pro wrestling tea store uh, under Dante Dio. Uh, my next show is this Saturday. Um, as this recording tomorrow at NYCW at uh, Under Pressure. You can catch me there. I'm usually always out in intermission talking with fans, walking around. Um, you can book me through uh, DanteDiro at gmail.com or message me on Facebook or Instagram. All right. Awesome. And if Dante brought you to me at all, my name's Kevin. Uh, this Hellions Talks podcast is hosted by the Retro Network. My own stuff is over at Masked Library. Lots of wrestling, lots of comics. Uh, trying to get back into doing some music posts, too. But there's so much coming out now. It's tough to keep track of all of it. And uh, I write and blog and do podcast stuff. All right, Dante, thank you so much for this. I'm looking forward to seeing the match tomorrow, seeing you, seeing everyone there. And um, I'll try to have my kid behave, too. <laughs> well, thank you very much. I appreciate this.